Hey. <laughs> what's up, babies? Uh, what's up? I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, How y'all doing? Hope you're having fun in the sun. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say uh, don't eat during this episode. And it's not for oh. anything like so disgusting, but like you're not going to want to eat. It's a really good disclaimer, actually. Um, just yeah. a lot is going to happen in this episode that might upset the your I don't know. Yeah, your it might like trigger your vom meter or whatever's in the back of your uh, throat. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, um, it's triggering like literally. It <laughs> it'll trigger your gag reflex. <laughs> yeah. I did mine, and I didn't even. Yeah. Just reading about some of this stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, what are we doing here? We're doing a podcast. Do we have any business? Listen, just one thing, real quick. I feel like uh, people are wanting to join the Facebook group, uh, and you got to answer the questions to get in. Just a reminder. I'm like letting some sit. Uh, sometimes I'll go through and just like delete them if people don't answer the question in in a given amount of time, like a week You're or so. Ruthless. I'm ruthless. Uh, but also it's like kind of annoying. So just answer the question, and they're yeah, not that, they're not hard. You don't need to like write a novel. Just no. like say. Or if you're just not sure of an answer, just say, I don't know. We just want to know that you're, like, a real person. Yeah. And, you know, whatever you want to answer, but, like, don't be – don't just leave us hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, I think that's it from the business perspective. Oh, I want to say go to the website, uh, dtfupodcast.com, mm-hmm. and – Check out some of the merch. We got merch. Uh, Ooh. And we have stickers. We have magnets. We have t-shirts. Oh, my God. So much Check fun. Out. I wear my so t-shirt fun. a lot. Also, They're I have- so soft. I have our sticker on my laptop. <laughs> and oh, I, yeah. I was in this, like, marketing- I did, like, a freelance marketing thing this past week, and, uh, and I was in a meeting, and we were talking about, like, how you- uh, how you, like- express things you like essentially and I was like oh I put stickers on my laptop most of them are breweries and I like pulled it out to show people and I was like oh god they're like what's that one I'm like oh that's my own podcast (laughs) dude if you're not if you're not hustling (laughs) slow feet don't eat (laughs) uh it felt dumb but also I plugged it so yeah that's right all right um um Anything fucked up for you this week? Uh, yeah. Uh, mine. Is ha- yours kind of leading into our sure, topic? Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Mine's. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I just. I. I didn't have anything fucked up until right before <laughs> we started. I was literally getting ready to take Jack up to take his nap, and he was like having a good old time, and he just smacked his mouth on the fucking coffee table. So. Ooh. Just, it was so sad. Oh. So that was really fucked up, and it like made me everything just was exploded in chaos. So yeah. I'm a little frazzled right now, and it was literally like just a few minutes ago, right before we went to go record. So oh my god, yours would have been a good segue too because it has to do with the mouth. That's it's true. Mouth related. It's tangential. Yeah. Um I uh uh I feel very sad for babies sometimes because. You know, oh. they just don't know what's going on. They don't they can't work yeah. all their motor skills yet. 
together no. and they're trying to learn new things and feel new things. And and a lot of times they feel those things with their mouths and which is very just, gross. <laughs> it's yeah. It's gross and it's very dangerous. He yeah. just uh, he just really he, He's getting, like, more confident in his, like, motor skills. Like, he's, like, cruising around trying to walk and stuff. Yeah. But he's not – he's he's not there yet. Yeah. And, and I'm really not encouraging him to walk because I don't – It's, house like, is a lot. a death trap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, our ha- DJ calls our house just one big staircase. Yeah. So, it, it is. It is. So, uh, I just don't want him to be super mobile yet. Um no. And he, uh, but he's, like, also, like, getting excited by being able to, like, have this new mobility. So he's, like, cruising around grabbing stuff. (laughs) And he, like, grabs onto something. And he's, like, sidestepping. And he loses his balance a lot because, you know, he's, like, a tiny drunk person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So this was an unfortunate, uh, unfortunate side effect of toddling around is that, and you're, you know, he's, like, all excited and his mouth's open and he just smacked it right on the coffee table so oh my god he's he he's, toddles at full throttle he really does <laughs> <laughs> oh we were uh, we were facetiming with our godson last night like and pete's brother obviously uh because he's like one in a few months but he just he's walking now and he was like walking around and like he knows some of the animal magnets they have and so uh, Sam, Pete's brother, was like, oh, find find the turtle. And he, like, walked up and looked at all of them and then, like, pointed to the turtle. It was very cute. Oh, and so then cute. we were just, like, making fun faces at him and he was laughing. And then he just walks over to the trash can and lifts the lid and starts pulling dirt, like, <laughs> cans out. Uh, he oh pulled, my like, God. an olive can out and went to put his mouth on it. And Sam was like, no, no, no. Like, first of all, that's sharp. Second, that's trash, baby. What are you doing? You're a little trash baby. You're a little trash baby. <laughs> oh my uh, god! He was a little uh, what from Bob's Burgers, the like trash raccoon. Yeah, he's like a yeah, a little trash panda. A little, yeah, little uh, little raccoon. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Man, yeah. I'm gnarly not looking forward to the walking. No. Because it'll just be. I just you know. Fuck. Well, your your new house is less of a. Well, oh. equally a death trap in some ways, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but maybe we'll have a little more room for him to. You just gotta lock yeah. him inside. He needs room to to roam. That's the problem. Well, there's so. a park. There's a park like a block away. So yes. you know what? You just take him there. He can roam around all he wants. That's right. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Um. Okay. I feel like I don't know if I talked <clears throat> about this yet, but I feel like it's relevant to our topic today and yes. also like fucked my shit up literally um we <laughs> we there was like this pop-up event at this place we go to uh downtown a lot and so and we didn't even really know it was happening we just like happened to walk by and it was a nashville hot chicken um like pop-up event where i guess okay there's like this really famous nashville hot chicken place in nashville called prince's yeah. And so this lady, Kim Prince, is like a relative of that person and has oh. – it, it's like a place here in L.A., but it's not – she doesn't have like a brick and mortar. She does yeah. like catering and like events and stuff. So yeah. 
she did this event and I saw yesterday on Instagram that she's coming back to Long Beach and I was like oh Pete we have to go but what we're not gonna do is get what Pete did which was the hottest uh chicken that you could get and then I got the second hottest which was enough for me because it was like this was bad it was two days after my colonoscopy which I should not have eaten hot chicken I should not have done that it like the heartburn and indigestion in my chest from it was so crazy but the second you start eating it you you start crying like I like my eyes were just like literally streaming tears and it was hot mine was still enjoyable believe it or not because yeah it was like hot but I kept I kept wanting to eat it yeah 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 which I did and then that was a problem later uh <laughs> as you can imagine <laughs> and then Pete just like couldn't like he ate it but like it wasn't enjoyable in the slightest like it's just so disgusting which it's kind of like why do people do this to themselves uh which is i guess my segue um into food challenges in general which we are at the apex of food challenges this is this time of year because by the time this episode is released it is yeah july 3rd Yep. Wednesday, July 3rd, the day before the premiere event of Food Challenges. That's right. It's the most famous, I would say, in the world. Yep. Um, It sets a a world record every year. Every year. Um, This is the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. (sighs) And... I don't know if any of you have ever watched a hot dog eating contest, but it's disgusting. Um, it is, first of all, fine. I eat a hot dog once a year. Okay. It's like, <laughs> and it's this time of year. And yeah, like maybe twice, maybe I eat more than that, but like really, I, I, it's not like a food I like to eat. If it's a corn dog, that's a different story. And let's talk well, about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But. It's but if it's a regular old hot dog, especially the ones in this competition, I don't think they're grilled or barbecued. They're like boiled. Oh fuck. And also they're not fresh because they had to make them all ahead of time because people are eating mass like, quantities. Mass quantities of hot dogs. Like, like it reminds me of the cone heads. <laughs> yeah, how they eat the sandwich. Yeah. La, 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 la. And yeah. Then- <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, the, and the daughter just like dabs the sides of her mouth yeah. with the napkin and fucking Chris Marley's like, oh, <laughs> like jizzing in his pants. Yeah. So yeah. gross. So gross. Um, uh, also, what, yeah. a, what a weird way to celebrate America. I know. It's so bizarre. Uh, it just, why? You know, Why? Know. It's the it's so it's a tradition for Fourth of July. So happy Fourth of July, everybody! Mm-hmm. Happy Fourth um, of July. We are going to talk today about competitive eating. Oh. Um, I don't. The I'm sorry ahead of time. I have right now, like I have like a nauseous feeling. Yeah, a nauseated feeling. I know I never say that word right, and some people are sticklers about it. It's in the pit of my stomach, and also I can feel it right here, like at the base of my throat, because yeah. I I just watched some really gross videos of, like, everyone, ugh, ugh. 
everyone just like has the grossest time doing this. There, I watched this one video with this guy, Randy Sentinel, and he is a competitive eater. And yeah, at, he's like a very famous competitive eater. Yeah, Randy Randy Santel, that's his name. He mm-hmm. fucking did a did like a how to video, and he is like eating and like at the same time trying to tell you how to do it and like what he's doing no. and like you could hear him digesting <laughs> no it's so he's like holding in burps and then like uh, uh. <laughs> just hearing about it makes me it was die. it was and then like every so like every like cut you know like how they put videos it shows him eating and then he cuts forward a little bit like when he's done he's like okay that took four minutes i ate four pounds of vegetables fucking like cooked bags of uh like uh bird eye vegetables with just like some hot sauce on it and he's like okay that took four minutes and he's like kind of like talking through a burp and like (laughs) things are like Uh? and he's like starting to sweat (laughs) and then every time it like kind of cuts forward in the video he's lower down because he's standing he's like more bent over and like not looking at the camera because he's like feeling sick and he's like expressing that sickness with like air and like sounds (laughs) it's so (laughs) fucking gross and i was like why am i watching this anyway Uh, so i'm carrying that feeling through okay Uh, but we'll see how far i get uh, well, <laughs> what if we had to stop this? Cause I'm like, I'm going to puke. <laughs> I mean, it would really add to the, uh, authenticity of yeah. this episode. <laughs> oh God. Uh, all I ate was a b- small bowl of oatmeal before this. So don't worry. We're good. Ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> it was the only thing I could think about eating. I know. It's like, you need something that's like plain and not, I don't know. Fucking Ritz cracker. Oof. Yeah. Well, just just so that everybody knows. Yeah. We a lot of people want to blame America for this heinous practice <laughs> of just eating a shit ton of food all at all at once. But that's not true. Apparently, people have been gross and really eating like a ton of shit all at once, like a ton of food. Yeah. Like a, it's just such a weird flex. It's like, yeah. look at me eat all this food. And it's been Ugh. happening for a long time and it what didn't start in America. Oh, um, people are so proud of their like wet hot dogs. It's like, oh, I, I ate these. I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> why? But it is fair to say that America made it weird with the the wet hot dog situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and made it grosser than it it already is. Uh, Ooh. so it actually starts back long, long time ago. Um. A text from the 13th century called the Prose Edda tells the story of a Nordic man competing in an eating contest with Loki. So Mm. people were doing eating contests way back then. Mm. Um, In the 16th century, a poet named John Taylor documented the story of Nicholas Wood, the great uh, great eater of Kent and likely the first known competitive eater. Mm. Uh, I don't know who he was competing against because it sounds like (laughs) he just was like sitting down and eating food. And mass quantities all the time. The first time, what? I just burped. Oh, (laughs) it's happening. It's happening. Like the first time this poet, John Taylor, met Nicholas Wood, he sat down with him, and the guy ate 60 eggs, a good portion of a lamb, and a handful of pies, Mm. remaining hungry for more. Um, 
Nicholas Wood would go on to become better known as, quote, the great eater, Mm-mm. who John Taylor documented as having eaten two dozen rabbits in a single sitting, 12 loaves of bread soaked in ale on another occasion. Oh and he God. got so drunk he passed out after the meal. Well, so alcohol sounds like helps. a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like alcohol helps in some situations because it makes you like hungrier. But also, yeah. I think it's probably dangerous if you're drunk and attempting to eat this. Oh much yeah, because you're like you you're numb to some of your body signals. So exactly, that's bad. I bet this. I bet this fucking guy though just farted so much more than the Ew! average human. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet they were like, ha! Uh, I don't know how this came up, but I was talking with. Uh, I was messaging with Brian about this from our group today about yeah. how like, you know, like you're always OK with your own farts, but like occasionally like you'll smell your own fart and you'll be like, oh, my God, like, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is am I dying? So I bet like this guy's farts were like he probably couldn't even stand them. He probably had to like stick his butt out a window fart and then close the window really fast. So he didn't smell it. But at the same time, this was the 16th century, so I feel like everything just smelled really bad, so maybe it was fine. I don't know. Everything just smelled like a fart or worse, so it was like, whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah they probably, like, did it, it – is that the time when they would, like, shit in a chamber pot and just, like, mm-hmm. in the corner of the house? So oh, Yeah. So that's got to be gross. Yeah. Well – just to continue on with a little bit more history and background. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we do this 4th of July shit, uh, this mm-hmm. hot dog eating contest, the story goes that in 1916, Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs held its first 4th of July hot dog eating contest in Coney Island. And according to the legend, four immigrants competed to determine who was the most patriotic. Like these four dudes were sitting around. They just immigrated to America and they all got in an argument about who was the most American, oh, uh, which is cool. Um, and the, according to the story, the Irish man in the in the competition won with thirteen hot oh. dogs eaten. Um, unfortunately, which, that's like that's a lot. That's a lot. For, yeah, I saw one guy who was like tenth tenth place a couple years ago, and he only ate nineteen point seven five. Yeah, and this is like 1916. Yeah. So. So. But I have to tell you that unfortunately it's not exactly true. Oh. Um, um. The story was made up by Max, Rosie, and Mortimer Matz. They were the PR guys who created the contest in the 70s mm-hmm. for Nathan's. Mm-hmm. Um, and this author who I guess made a book about <laughs> competitive eating, <laughs> Jason Fagone, Fagone, who is the author of Horseman and the Esophagus, Competitive Eating and the Big Fat American Dream. Uh, that's uh, That was the, he just, everything was just made up. And this other guy was, the, these two brothers are the ones who like brought this whole fun thing to, to light, this mm. uh, hot dog eating contest. Like they mm. took over the marketing for... For Nathan's, and this is how it happened. So, but who knows? Have um, you ever, have you ever had a Nathan's hot dog? I don't know that I have. We're having them on my birthday. My mom already bought some. Oh yeah, no, I have. I've been oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. Yeah, they're good hot dogs. They're fine. I'm we all... uh, Hebrew National. That's what all beef. Oh yeah. Oh, should I buy some of those? Uh, no. It's fine. Oh okay. We okay. do too. But I think my dad. 
maybe that one gives my dad indigestion. There's a certain hot dog and he t- tells us every time we make hot dogs. And somehow I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> but he's always like, oh, there's a spice in that hot dog. And he gives me indigestion. What? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, dad. Hello, dad. Um, so that's kind of the history of Nathan's, a hot dog eating contest. But there has been a lot of other types of food that have been eaten competitively in America through history. Oh. Um, and some of the more weird, notable contests were, uh, in 1919, the New York Yankees outfielder Ping Bodie, mm-hmm. I think that's a nickname. What a, comp- oh, okay. I was going to say, what a name. Yeah. He competed in a pasta eating contest against an ostrich in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. And according to this legend, the ostrich passed out after its 11th bowl and Bodie won by default. Oh, what? Uh, what the fuck is that story? I don't oh. know. But it's definitely proof that Florida has always been fucking weird. Dude, should an ostrich, should an ostrich eat pasta? I highly doubt it. I don't think that's good for any animal. Oh, no. That sounds not good. I know. Uh, and that then an, an, makes me hungry, though. Pasta sounds I know. <laughs> I just had leftover spaghetti. It was great. <laughs> uh, in 1958, a pair of American and Soviet weightlifters got into a really weird dick measuring contest by eating <laughs> eight lobsters and six squab in front of 250 onlookers at a New York restaurant. I think squab is like pigeon, right? Yeah. Who? That, which is, that's disgusting. Yeah. You t- what's the fucking dirtiest bird? It's pigeons. But also, also lobsters are bottom feeders. Yeah. But you know what? In terms of sustainability, maybe pigeons like are the food of the future. Maybe. Like there's so fucking many. But I would you imagine know I, they're all diseased. You know what I think about a lot is what? like city birds versus like birds in the country cuz like <laughs> yeah. all the city birds are eating like scraps Fuck of it. fast food and shit. <laughs> And then, like, the birds out in the country are eating, like, all natural organic worms and shit. I don't know. Also, like, the city birds are all fucking fat and lazy because they don't have to, like, go find their food. They just, like, annoy the shit out of tourists and, and, like, people in the park who just, like, give them the rest of their food. Yeah. Oh, my God. They just hang out next to restaurants and, like, pick up, pick on everybody's food. I don't know. Yeah. Or they're, like, those dick seagulls at, like, Ugh. at like vacation places that take people's ice creams. <laughs> or, like, full sub sandwiches. <laughs> like, I've seen that shit happen before. I've seen some aggressive-ass seagulls. It's pretty but funny. Ugh. These are things that I think about all the time. What the fuck is wrong with me? Wait, did someone post this in the group? Or did I see this on my own? I saw... Oh, no. I, I think it was in a different group I'm in. It, it was um, Stephen Fry was doing, yeah. like, a nature series. And one of... I think one of the cameramen he was with was wearing a green shirt. And then this other green bird fucking went at him somehow got around the back of his neck and just started fucking him oh <laughs> it was like a giant green parrot and oh and, my god and everyone's just laughing at this no guy. that's and scary like, and he's Birds like ow, terrifying. ow yeah he was like ow ow it hurts and they were all just like laughing and it's like 
talons are like in this man's neck and it's just like humping, humping on the his, back of his back of his head because <laughs> he wore a fucking green shirt oh it was funny anyway poor guy i don't like oh birds. my god me neither <laughs> Uh, and then one of the f- uh, funnier ones, which I don't, it's not really that funny, but it's like, I don't know what this means. In 1963, <laughs> a dude named Eddie Bozo Miller ate... <laughs> what are all these names? I don't know. Honestly, he, these are what I would expect people who are food competitors to be named. Seriously. Bozo. <laughs> Bozo. He ate 27 chickens at a Trader Vic's restaurant in San Francisco to win the Guinness Book of Records title of... Quote, world's greatest trencherman. Trencherman. I don't know what that means, but he did it. So good job, Eddie. It's probably because you get trench foot from when you shit your pants and it goes into your shoe, but you still have to make your way home. But like it's uncontrollable and it just keeps like filling your shoe. Oh, God. And then you get trench foot. Oh. And then you're trenchman. Oh, dear. Uh, I hate that. Also, Trader Vic's. Uh, why are you, you doing, putting Trader up Vicks? with that shit? Just make well, your mind. This, ni- this was 1963. I don't even know uh, if uh, they probably don't do that anymore. How did they even have 26 chickens at that point? 27, bitch. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, wait. Dear Lord. Before we go any further, have you ever, like, like just eaten a lot of one thing at once before like uh like where you're just like not paying attention or you're like intentionally like trying to eat a lot of it or you're just like like it was so good or like like I have like I can think of two things one time I was home from New York when I was living there and we went to the -the jack-in-the-box by the airport and I ate eight tacos oh so good like that like no big deal, yeah. Yeah. It may hmm. have been more, but I think it was eight. And then also, remember when the Krispy Kreme opened at Ontario Mills? Oh, my God, yeah. I was like a junior in high school, and I think I ate six. I mean, in that's one day. easy. They, I feel like they're like, they're... they're Airy. Um, airy, so it's like easy yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, one time I, I, I've eaten way too many donuts in one sitting mm. before. Like, yeah. When I was pregnant, I... um. I I think I've already told this story, but there, I had been craving donuts for a really long time, like uh-huh. for months. And I there wasn't a, dino, a donut shop super close to my house. So I finally just one day was like, fuck it, I'm going to the donut shop. And like, I, you know, it was like I had to walk there and it was like a long walk. And I finally get there and I'm like, well, I'm here. I might as well get a half a dozen. Uh-huh. And then I ate like almost all of them when I got home. <laughs> so I just like. Instead of just spacing it out with like one donut one day, yeah, yeah, I just I don't know, I or like up. one, yeah, like two a day for the next three days, you just went for it. Well, yeah, it was a pilgrimage, and also sometimes things are so good, it's hard to like stop yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could eat like, oh man, <sighs> there. You know, I have a lot of respect for food. Like I love food a lot, mm-hmm. so I don't. Um, I try to like pace myself and I don't ever want to like make myself sick of something Mm -hmm. like by eating too much of it, Mm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, but when, I don't know, like I could eat, um, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's not too much that I could, I will sit and eat. Yeah. Uncontrollably. 
But I mean, I would if I, I would, but I, I, I think I have some pretty, I have okay self-control sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, Just because yeah. I'm like, I don't, I love this so much. I don't want to like gross myself out by eating too much of it. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't, you want to like enjoy it the next time too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to make yourself sick of it or you don't want to make yourself physically sick having ate it so that next time you like don't feel good about eating it. I think this is like a psychological thing from when I was a kid. Cause like we're, we're pretty, we're not, you know, we were we never really wanted for anything but food was always something that like this is what we have budgeted for like we yeah. only have so much of it like you like if you don't like it then you're not eating dinner so right. I think I have this like weird psychological thing around food where I would savor things that were very good and so oh. I would like covet them mm-hmm. I would I used and it, we never got like treats or anything like that we never went to fast food we we never had sugary anything in the house because my mom was like is really healthy so mm-hmm. I had this like weird complex I think about sharing food for a long time and um I don't know is that yeah. I think that that makes sense I, I've had so I, I've grown out of that obviously but like I still have a little bit of a weird thing about eating too much of of food because it was always kind of scarce well not scarce but also like that's how you enjoy it more I mean you know that's like why when you go to like a fancy restaurant or something it's like you get you know three scallops or whatever you know it's like yeah here's your like because if like the point isn't to have a lot it's to have like a few bites of it that are really good and it's you're supposed to be left wanting more but not being hungry. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah. So uh, did you, yeah, I mean, you you did notice I said I ate, ate Jack in the Box tacos. I wasn't like, oh, the thing I've eaten the most is like foie gras. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's but, like all and the that's, cheap shit. But then that goes to the, uh, back again to the point when I became an adult and yeah. I was like, and I like made my own money and I could do literally anything I wanted. Yeah. I, there was a few, few there was, a many a fast food situation where I was like, I finally get to eat this and buy this and I, I don't know. As much as I want. As oh, much yeah. as I want. I've, oh, my God. Oh, I've eaten like way too many chicken soft tacos from Taco Bell or Del Taco in one sitting. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I and that, and I really can't eat them very much. I, I don't think I could eat them anymore. They're not good for you. And also, no. the, I feel like they don't taste the same anymore. The meat's oh. weird. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. But fair enough. I think they're still going to feel drunk. That's the magic. Always. Anyway. Oh, oh, my God. So this, yeah, this, this whole, the whole thinking behind competitive eating is so crazy to me because there's just this, the idea of sitting down and consuming mass quantities of food like this is so wild. And yeah. I'm like, who does this to themselves? Because mm-hmm. it seems painful and gross. It is, yeah. Um, which it is. So a lot of people do this for fun. Like when you go into a restaurant and they have like a, you know, a pickle eating contest or a hot wings eating contest or whatever. Or it's like, we have the tomahawk 44 ounce steak. Yeah, like yeah. if you eat it in under an hour, it's free and you get a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and there's, so people do that kind of shit all the time and that's Mm -hmm. just like a marketing stunt by the restaurant, but there's actual professional 
competitive eaters in the world. Yeah. Um, and two of the most famous uh, you, that you've probably heard of are Joey Chestnut and uh, Takaru Kobayashi. Mm. And they, I, they are always competing in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest mm-hmm. against each other. And yeah. they go back and forth on who breaks the record every, every single year. Well, Kobayashi um, hasn't competed in the last couple, right? Because something oh, happened. Oh, he had, he, yeah, so. He had, like, a is, disagreement. He, and he also, like, they've had, like, you can get injured from doing this, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had, like, a jaw injury at one point, which. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that will fuck your life up in yeah. any, any way, but. Yeah. Especially for competitive eating, so. <laughs> Because you got to open but, your mouth really big to get all that goddamn hot dog in there. Oh, my God. Well, it's funny because them two are rivals and they beefing. Oh, big time. <laughs> so they uh, they actually made a 30 for 30 about them. Oh, my God. About their hot dog eating or competitive eating rivalry. Oh, my God. Um, it's called The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry. And it, it already, it's already by now it's aired. Yeah. Um, it. The, the first sh- showing of it was July 2nd um, at 8 p.m., but I'm oh sure you God. can find it on any streaming device you p- possess, mm-hmm. uh, and you can look that up and watch it. But it's all about these two competitive eaters and their fucking hot dog beef. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. I f- yeah, it's, it's funny. Just like... He- uh, I think Joey Chestnut was interviewed recently and or not recently, but like at some point and was just like, oh, I hate that guy. And they have like a like a real rivalry because I think for a while, like in the early aughts, they kept going back and forth. Like, yeah, in terms of who would win each year. So they were like always the good ones to watch. And now I feel like for the last few years, it hasn't been as like in my opinion anyway, a fun of a competition because yeah. like there isn't that like, I don't know, Joey Chestnut just wins every year. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Hopefully there was a, a guy, newcomer. there was a guy who beat him like several years ago, but it's just, there's a whole world that we, there apparently it's called major league eating. That's yeah. like the real, there's a real group of people that are in this. It's like a real um, organization. That's a league. Yeah, and they, and there's people all over the world that participate in these events mm-hmm. all the time. There's a whole whole entire subculture of this shit. So, oh my god. Okay, I have a fun fact. Um, oh. So last year, the the last year Joey Chestnut won with 74 hot dogs, and I think that's also the record that's been set by the Nathan's competition. I don't know if there's any other records for hot dogs specifically outside of that, but. I, he sets like a new record pretty much every year. Here's Ugh. also a fun fact that is so disgusting. It is oh, God. upsetting. So in the Nathan's competition, you have to eat what is called the detritus or detritus. 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 Which is the fucking hot dog shrapnel that basically comes out that you like mistakenly don't eat or that you have to like spit out for a second to like get down you then have to pick it up off your fucking plate oh god eat it 
or else you don't win the contest. Or else you, you don't win the contest because that was part of a hot dog that made it into your mouth, but then it had to come back out, and then you have to put it back into your mouth, even if it's fucking chewed and wet. Oh my god. Oh my god. Why? I hate it. Do they do this? I can't watch it. No. If you do want to watch this, though, the the Nathan's hot dog eating con- contest, it's July. It's happens every year on July fourth. Yeah, it's and like it's early on, in the day. It's on. Uh, I think the men's championship is on ESPN two, and it starts at noon Eastern time. Oh my and god! And then the women's championship is on at ten fifty a.m. Eastern time on oh. ESPN three. <sighs> Okay, ESPN, fuck yeah, off. Fuck I hate off. that shit. You put it also on ESPN too, you cunts. <laughs> like uh, I oh, want to see. We like women in sports, but they're not. It's not the same. So fuck off onto this really bad, awful third channel. Yeah, while fucking the women's World Cup is happening. Yeah, and it's like the most exciting thing ever to watch on ESPN. So uh, you could catch it at uh, four forty in the morning on ESPN twelve. <laughs> no but it's prime time it's prime time yeah 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 um okay also if you do like watching this sort of stuff do you remember adam richman from man vs food yes yes okay i actually really liked that show uh he he's he's not like a competitive eater against other people i guess necessarily yeah. but but still it is competitive eating because you're like timed in a lot of these yeah. challenges. He does all the like the the challenges you can do at like restaurants and bars and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we like were that talking was the about. Whole, that was the whole uh premise of his show, Man vs. Food, was he would just like go he was like Guy Fieri, but instead of just like, you know, praising and and trying some of the food that they were making, he like goes and does the challenges all over the country. Right. It doesn't matter if it's good. He has yeah. to eat it. It's like, it's not like, ooh, these pancakes are supposed to be good. I'm going to eat 12. It's just like, oh, they make these huge pancakes. I have to eat them. And here's the yeah. amount of time. And uh, I, I always loved the sink challenge he did, which was like a little sink that was full of ice cream in San Francisco. And he ate all of it. It was like four scoops and like all these toppings. It, it was a pretty sink? big. It was like a little, uh, like a prop sink or something. It was like a little, oh. it came in like a cute little, it, you know, uh-huh. it's like everything but the kitchen sink Sunday gotcha. or something. I so, see. Uh, but he did it. And then also I like the one uh, where he went to, I think it's Steak and Lube in Pittsburgh, which Pete's been to because we we have a friend from college that lives in Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. they have these like super hot wings. And this is the thing. They put all these like arbitrary rules around it. So like he couldn't have milk with it with them, you know, to, or like anything to like help with the spice. The spice. Yeah. And he's just crying the whole time. Adam Richmond crying, sweating. He does not look good. It's all over his hands. And then you have to lick the stuff off your hands in this challenge oh, and then sit there for five minutes while it just burns. And then you oh. pass or whatever. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, it's so dumb. I, it's like, are people really this bored? I don't know. It's like, be constructive with your time. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, this guy, he made a whole entire show that he got paid to do I know, for yeah. it. Good, so. good for him, I guess. But also, yeah. it's like, you know those wings burned coming out. And then that made me oh. think, could you actually get like a third degree burn on your asshole from like how spicy something is? I mean, like, could you have like long term... 
It would burn your your intestines and shit up probably. I don't know. Yeah. All that pro- cap capsin capsaicin. Yeah, capsaicin. capsaicin. Yeah. I also you like could you could probably like give yourself ulcers and yeah. all this shit from like how spicy that is, especially if you're not used to it. Well, <sighs> there are some side effects from from training to do all this, which Ugh. I'll talk about in just a second, but they people who do competitive eating actually do train to do yeah. it. Yeah. It, it. They have to condition their bodies to be able to handle all the food that they're consuming. Um, yeah. And it sounds disgusting and brutal. Like they don't just walk up into the place and just, you know, house a bunch of hot dogs. They have to do a lot to stretch their stomachs out. Well, so, and and it's like any conditioning for any sport where like if you're a runner or whatever, you need to know where you where the wall is so you could like push past it. You know, like if you're or or whatever, like you need to know your limits essentially. So like they have to train to learn yeah. what what feels like they feel full, but they know that there's they can like by how it feels, they know that they're they could keep pushing. Like yeah. That it's so. Ugh. Yeah, they. So what they do is they drink massive amounts of liquid uh, oh to get their stomachs stretched out and used to all the food that they're about to eat. Um, so some people chug two and a half gallons of chocolate milk in three minutes. Uh, some drink a gallon of vegetable juice in a minute flat every morning oh for God. a month prior to the competition, or even if it's just water. They yeah. all drink gallons and gallons and gallons of liquid to stretch out their strum- their stomachs and oh my god and train. Oh, got to train. Wait, what did I write? <laughs> oh, got to train for the pain. Trademarked. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> it's so gross. Uh, and they also <laughs> not only have to stretch their stomachs out, they have to train their throats to swallow large amounts without choking. Um, so what they do is they get big oh mouthfuls God. of water and like swallow the water. They don't. So it goes down like a, a full swallow. Like, have you ever beer bonged? Like, you no, open no. your throat and beer bong. No, okay. I can't do it. So you basically, you instead, it's like you have to train your throat to open. Yeah. Or if you, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it, but if you've like... It's like dicks, sucking dicks. Suck, sucked lots of dicks, then <laughs> maybe. But it's like beer... I would say beer bonging is like what you... If you're good at that you and you know how to open your throat like that, then this is what they do. Um, oh, and so that. once they get comfortable doing that, they move on to soft foods like <gasps> bananas, whatever, and then they graduate to more solid foods like hot dogs, stuff that doesn't just, like, fall apart. Uh, it's it's like, like how I ate when I was on my jaw surgery. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like like Connie Conehead. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of Maria Full of Grace, that movie where she's uh. a drug drug mule, and she practices <gasps> swallowing the heroin balloons with, oh, like, yeah. grapes. Yeah. Like big grapes. Oh, that is something that they practice with. Yeah. But... I yeah. I read that uh, those are grapes are kind of expensive and also could be choking hazard, yeah. but anything oh. could be that's solid. So yes, um, so then they they are they just are swallowing food whole. They're not 
they are chewing it to some degree, yeah. but they have to be able to like get it down their throats as fast as possible so they could eat as much as possible. Yeah. Well, and that's like how they stretch out their throat or whatever, right? Like that's yeah. how th- those are the ways they like figure out how much they can swallow at once. But yeah. also there's also like volume training. So like uh that that guy Randy, he talked about like um having to eat just like huge quantities specifically of vegetables and fruits I think because you digest them quickly and they are low in calories so like you're not putting on a bunch of weight leading Mm -hmm. into your competition which is not helpful uh based on some people's ideas of it um well yeah I mean all this like fruits and vegetables have fiber in it so you could you could pass it like if you're eating large quantities of fucking just like bread or processed meat Ew. then you're gonna have some problems oh, it's with your plug digestion you yeah. yeah um so he said people eat like giant salads like bowls of spinach cabbage other leafy raw vegetables oh my god which it's just like how farty are you trying to get like if you're just eat, if you're just cutting up and eating four pounds of raw cabbage or like slightly cooked <sighs> cabbage I don't want to be your friend I don't no. want to live in your neighborhood because I feel like I will I'll smell you at the supermarket you know what I mean like, like I'll know you, you were there you know how obnoxious people are who are training for marathons <laughs> yeah. like no offense to anybody who does that as a <laughs> yeah. fun hobby but like it's there are, you know, they're always yeah. like, oh, I, ha- I have to run, you know, 12 miles today or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> but then these people who are doing competitive eating are like, oh, I got to eat four pounds of fucking broccoli or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> not only do I not want to know about it, I don't want to smell your fucking hot farts that oh are coming out of you. Uh, just leaking out of you uncontrollably. <laughs> like out of your butt and mouth. Because I had raw broccoli for the first time since my surgery on Friday and I could not stop burping it up and it smelled disgusting and I know mm-hmm. that's what it was because I could taste it and it smelled kind of like broccoli but it was like very farty and nasty and I was yeah. like ew so just imagine four pounds of that oh god what? okay I think this maybe isn't so- oh also vegetables and fruit have a high water content so like you're yeah. easy like you said you're you're easy you could digest it a bit easier and also it's like filling but then it goes away pretty quickly um but watermelon honeydew and cantaloupe are like things that people train with uh for volume and then cooked mixed vegetables like i said earlier that dude just like ate four pounds he literally put four four one pound bags into a bowl and put frank's red hot on it and then fucking ate it so i don't know but um i think there is a little bit of disagreement on using condiments because it even if you use a small amount, it still, like, adds a vol- unnecessary volume. Oh. And also, there was this one guy who I watched a video of, and he competes every year in Nathan's. He he usually places, like, around 10th or so. He was saying people um, that, like, professionals or, like, people who have been doing this a while know not to use condiments because there's other things that could happen. Ugh. Excuse me. Oh I God. keep burping. I don't burp. It's this topic. Yeah. It's this topic. It's making me yeah. very upset. Um, I've burped like three times. 
Oh um, he was saying that a, someone in the Nathan's competition was like some fucking noob off the street putting ketchup and mustard on all his hot dogs, fucking threw up, puked on the back of this guy's head, and he had oh. like a shaved head, and it burned, he said, from the mustard. It was like burning oh, his head. my God. Isn't that he disgusting? Like, oh, oh my god oh my god it's like that scene from stand by me oh i don't don't think i've ever seen that full movie oh there's like the pie eating contest where he he eats ipecac oh really to get revenge on everybody and he like does a pie eating contest and he like drinks ipecac or something and and like projectile vomits on everyone yeah and then everybody in the crowd starts vomiting it's oh my god great scene well i think that the guy that got puked on also like brushes his teeth super far back to like train every day like gag reflex gag yeah which it's like okay well hopefully if you choke it still kicks in because like that's why it's there you know what i mean um but according (sighs) according to randy santel the most important meal comes like training meal comes 20 hours before the challenge so it is like a, a sport in that sense because it is like you know prepping for a marathon or whatever like you were saying where you have to run you know if a marathon's like 26.2 miles so like at some point you have to run at least that far to make sure you could do it the day of the marathon or like you have to get so close to it that you're like comfortable you know yeah on the day of the race um but he's like you know it's still not gonna prepare you fully because eating four pounds of cantaloupe is not the same as eating four pounds of chicken wings like it's gonna feel a lot different yeah i mean and that was i think a a misconception for me is that that's how they they train by eating the same things that they're going to eat in a competition but no um yeah, I mean, I don't think you could stomach it by the time you actually got to the competition if you were like no eating way. hot dogs, you know. And it's just it's so bad for you. Like you can't, yeah. your your body can't withstand that amount of food for, you know, however long you need to train for. Like that's just it's not sustainable. Well, and the, yeah, that's why you need fruits and vegetables and stuff. Because like, yeah. yeah, you need you can't be putting on weight because then that's actually restrictive to like your stomach right. and stuff. Because it's like your body's not used to it. It's wild. And then a lot of these people are actual like athletes like that Randy guy the day before the day of his prep meal, he uh biked for 30 miles. Like yeah, cuz he needs to have a run a caloric deficit so yeah. that he can yeah. And you need to be hungry to yeah. so that mentally like you want to eat, you know. Yeah. At least a good amount of food. Well, it's like you um, learning about like Olympic athletes and how m- many calories they have to eat to sustain oh. their their the the calorie intake that they need for the uh, amount of stress they put their body through. Like it's, Michael uh, Phelps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He eats like so much fucking food. It's crazy. But that's because yeah. he smokes a lot of weed. No, well, I'm just kidding. I sound probably. like I sound like a baby boomer, like in those groups. Yeah. <laughs> Have you joined those groups? No. Oh my god, they're so fun. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, oh well, after a competitive eater <laughs> eats a million pounds of fucking whatever they eat in their competition, <sighs> it's um, it takes a toll on the body. It doesn't matter how much you've trained, like we're saying, like. It, uh, cause you're now eating 
pounds of meat and bread and whatever the fuck else you're eating. Oh. And it's uh it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And also like first of all, how sweaty they get during is you can tell like they're putting a toll on their body. Yeah, I mean that's your your uh that's a a distress signal from your body. It's like <laughs> yeah. sweating is like your metabolic rate is going up, like your heart rate's going up. Your 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 it's kind of shocking your system in a lot of ways cuz it's it's calories, it's it's fat. It's just <sighs> the sheer amount of it going into your body is is really doing some things to the to your insides. You know how like after you eat a big meal or like I I always you know like how after you eat a meal you get cold because all your blood goes to your stomach to like digest or I don't even know if that's a real science thing but like huh I I I only get cold when I'm tired oh really yeah I feel like I get cold sometimes after I eat a meal because like my blood like my circulation is focused on digesting or whatever Uh maybe that's not true it's probably not true (laughs) it could just be you yeah it could just be me um i wonder if that happens i wonder if their bellies get super hot and the rest of them gets cold but then they're sweating so probably not who knows um but yeah like it's very painful you might puke uh not on purpose but you also might puke on on purpose which i think is looked down in this community Um, yeah because that's literal bulimia yeah, that's bulimia, and uh, also, yeah, it's not good for it's not good for you. It's um, really bad for you. And then, like the the pros basically have trained themselves to like sit with this pain and fullness, like that, like it, it passes. I think not super quickly, but like you know, as they're je- digesting, they get more and more comfortable. Um, and as they pee and stuff, you know, their their body's like processing the water, which is also part of it. Like it's all yeah. to make it. you know like move through them faster yeah um you definitely get indigestion because obviously and then (laughs) uh what goes in it must come out uh and a lot of competitive eaters will like um will colon cleanse to get all that stuff out because you don't want it in there uh and also like you were saying earlier like if you're eating like five full pizzas or whatever the challenge is like that's gonna back your shit up like significantly so yeah want to get that out um and Uh, yeah it's it's uh uh, i read some gross stuff about their poops and it's like toilets filling up and just like what (laughs) i mean that's what happened like you can't your body is not meant to contain our bodies are meant to process and eliminate yeah. and when you're putting through that much to process and eliminate you're going to have a bad time especially <laughs> if you're like on a speed elimination round and you have yeah. a bunch of dulcolax or whatever it's like oh, oh yeah dear. that's going to fill your toilet it's going oh, to overflow wait they onto take your- they take the the colon cleanser before no, no, they take it after. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, it works its yeah, way yeah, down yeah. there. Yeah. Well, Oof. actually, I think maybe that Randy guy does take a little bit before, like the day before, but not, uh, but I think it's, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, he does. He takes it like the morning of because he wants his uh, prep meal to come out before he, his challenge. 
man. Dude. It's it's like some fucking, I don't know. Dude. It's like a very scientific poop situation. It is. Oh, God. And it's just a nightmare. There's he's a quote from, like, what? He's just like a segment of the human centipede. <laughs> Dude. Oh. Oh, Ugh. God. Uh, Joey Chestnut was asked by like a Deadspin writer a couple years ago about he, the Deadspin writer was just trying to figure out what people's poops were like after this. So he was like <laughs> asking all these different competitors, like, uh, what will your bowel movement be like? And so I think asking the real again. questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, doing, you know, real journalism. And they, uh, they asked, all these people throughout the day he couldn't get an answer he's like do you go here like how immediate is it what is it like because there's all these porta potties for the competitors and stuff and they uh, apparently those go mostly unused because it could take them up to like eight hours to like have their first bowel movement and so i guess he was able to ask uh joey chestnut like oh mr chestnut like can you tell us anything about what your bowel movement will be like and he thought for a second and then he just goes it'll be picture worthy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> isn't that gross oh jesus i wonder if he oh takes pictures and like puts them in an album of like t- 2016 74 hot dogs or whatever it's like yeah i Ooh. would shit yeah maybe i would uh well as you can imagine all the aftermath of like competitive eaters aside there are some instances in which non-professionals have actually died doing eating competitions what a shame so you might laugh at all the prep that goes getting goes into getting geared up for something like this but that's you know they're professionals they're consuming so much more than the regular human should and just be you know i just want to say just because you can doesn't mean you should (laughs) but if you're just some geek off the street who walks up to his local barbecue joint and is like, I can eat, you know, 300 chicken wings in two hours or whatever the fuck. A lot of people like to do that. And they see a challenge in front of them and they, they are going to go for it. And mm-hmm. I think it's a little irresponsible on the part <laughs> of some of these restaurants. Um, people do this for fun. And it is fun and usually it goes okay. But a lot of people have choked and died trying to win eating competitions. Oh, my God. Um, Choking, in general, is the fourth leading cause of unintentional injury death, and it happens pretty frequently at eating competitions. Um, I looked online. There's a pretty extensive list of people who've died worldwide due to either choking or cardiac arrest during, like, a official or non in a non-official capacity doing yeah. a, a competitive eating event. Oh um, it's I can you imagine? dying doing that uh i would feel like the dumbest person (laughs) like it's so it's like the worst worst way to die it's not good oh yeah i don't want to i don't want to die okay if i died eating i would want it to be like a like a luxurious slow enjoyable eating like beautiful foods like handmade pasta in italy drinking wine like i would want it to be like an enjoyable experience not like surf and turf smurf murf or whatever in (laughs) a 
in Fort Lauderdale, California, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where you have to eat a whole bathtub full of nachos or whatever, and it's like surf fucking- and turf, smurf, <laughs> It's like we had the hot dog nacho challenge. It's a it's a bathtub full of hot dogs topped with nachos. Uh. And yeah, yeah, and it's dipped in chili, and then it has covered in whipped cream or whatever. It's like, oh, I don't want to die eating that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, people, a lot of people have died. Um, yeah. Some recent examples happened in 2017 within, and they both happened within 24 hours of each other. So this is oh, like, no. yeah, they. Um, the first uh, one was this woman named Caitlin Nelson was a student at Sacred Heart University in Connecticut. She died after participating in a Greek life sponsored eating contest. She, uh, apparently it was like a pancake eating contest. She ate four or five and then she like choked and stopped breathing. Oh my God. Uh, there, apparently she had some uh, multiple food allergies, but it's not, (gasps) it's not clear if that those were the, the reason for her choking. Um, and her, her dad, uh, died in 9-11. Oh no. Okay. This is going to sound awful, (laughs) but the way you just said it (laughs) was like, was like almost a bit like you're you're like, you're you're like, I'm not doing a bit. It's real. I know. I know. I know. know. But it's almost like, it's almost like. Totally, it's totally unrelated, and the way you just brought your like emo, like you just brought your whole energy down to say that is like, there are those people you know that are like, oh yeah, my friend so and so, blah blah, and her mom died of cancer or whatever, and it's like it's not even related. I didn't, I know, but it's just like the poor fucking family of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. That's really sad, but it's so sad. it was unintentionally funny and oh. that's bad, but also, sorry, it was funny. Oh, <laughs> when, you, when you listen back, you're going to, you're just going to be like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I did not mean for that to come off that way. <laughs> no, you are, did. These, no, you were these being These are the sincere. facts I found. Yeah, yeah. No, you were being sincere. I am the one that's like, <laughs> Oh, uh, that is sad, though. Also, oh, why? Okay. Why are you entering into a, like, food competition when you have so many food allergies? Like... I know. You that's, never know. Because you're eating so fast. You're not... You yeah, aren't listening to your body. Like, and and it's trying to tell you. I'm sure that had to do... I'm sure that had to do yeah. with it. Or yeah. maybe... Or maybe she choked and died because... Her dad died in 9-11. <laughs> Just kidding. Fuck. I might have to cut that out. But it is funny to me. It's so bad. Oh, my God. Uh, and then the within the same 24 hours earlier, this yeah. guy named Travis Maloof, who is 42, mm-hmm. he collapsed in the lobby of a voodoo donut in Denver and was declared dead of asphyxia due to obstruction of the airway, according to the Denver Office of the Medical Examiner. He had been participating in a donut-eating challenge before he died. So, uh... Like, okay, I feel bad for that person, but also, think of all the children whose, like, lives he ruined by dying in that voodoo donut. <laughs> like, all these kids on, like, a Saturday morning or whatever, like, 
coming in to pick out the one with the cereal on it or whatever, you know, it's like families and stuff. And then this guy's just like fucking dying. How horrifying to like everybody. Yeah. To be like just trying to get a donut and this fucking guy. (laughs) Can a bitch get a donut? (laughs) Do you know that sketch? (laughs) That SNL sketch with with, Larry uh, Larry David. (laughs) Can a bitch get a donut? But I Voodoo Donut does not do this anymore. They do not do this donut eating contest anymore because this guy died doing it uh, a couple years ago. They do. Uh, they do. They do not do this contest anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dun dun, <laughs> wah wah. Um, so another one that I read about was this woman who was drunk at a bar and she it was a a corn dog eating contest and she she choked on the corn dog and I'm like it's not it's not funny but also like yeah she was like deep-throating that you know she was like oh oh," like I don't know what she I think she just was drunk and just was trying to do it and she just choked there's a hot dog inside the breading like you forget that sometimes (laughs) and but talk about the worst way to die like dude honestly oh god well as we wrap this up i would like to know how like is is there a food that you would enter a contest for and what would it be like is there a food you think you could like that i think i could do maybe not win but like place or it's like one of those time challenges where like you have an hour to do it and you could like leisurely go like you could like take your time and not choke I think I could do watermelon I think that would be like I I think I could crush I could crush some watermelon yeah I I could eat a whole I I used to with my dad we'd split an entire like big watermelon and just like take the halves and just eat it like and I would eat a whole thing I could eat a whole thing wow it make it just makes you have to pee really bad because oh. it has so much water in it because it's a watermelon. Pretty quickly or out like after? It's like drinking a glass of water. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, huh. I don't know. I think that's what I would do. I think. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think. Uh, I don't know. There's so many foods where I'd be like, oh, I could do it, but I don't know that I really could, especially now because I do choke sometimes. Yeah. Because uh, my mouth is numb. Although. It's not as bad with the braces gone, and I'm like trying to eat slower and stuff. But um, yeah, I just so I don't think I'd ever enter one. But if I had time and like, I think I could eat a lot of so many different things, like chili cheese fries. I could probably Ooh. like eat a good amount of that. Although that's yeah. heavy, and you would not. It's feel heavy. Good. It'll fill Maybe you up cream. and it'll make you feel like. Sh- yeah. Yeah, ice. I love ice cream, but it. Yeah, I feel like I'd get really, really sick. Yeah. Although that is a good thing to like eat. If it was just like vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup, because it'd be hard to choke on, I think. Like, it melts. Uh, And Uh. I don't know. But I think maybe I'd do the best with ice cream or some sort of very soft food. (laughs) Macaroni and cheese or something. Yeah, I think watermelon for me because I like the texture and it wouldn't be something that would like make me want to vomit after. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I feel like ice cream, the. It's just like too much milk. Dairy. Yeah. Dairy. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? Do yeah. you have you ever participated in a some any kind of eating contest? I have a really good friend who won a hot dog eating contest. Um, oh. Pete and, won Pete tied a contest for In N Out burgers. Oh my god, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
that. See, mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do in and out because then it would make me not like in and out anymore and I don't mm. want to do that to myself. He still likes it. I think yeah, he well. ate four or five. Like it was it I mean, I feel like I could eat two if I went right now because yeah. now that we're done talking about the gross stuff, I'm hungry. So also <laughs> we've been talking about food. So it's like this weird dichotomy in my mind yeah. and belly. But um, I I could eat two, like just yeah. single cheeseburgers from In-N-Out right now probably. I could, I could yeah, I could do yeah. that. Well, mm. let us know what you would do if you if you have done one before mm-hmm. let us know how it went for you how you felt afterwards mm-hmm. um what your poop was like <laughs> <laughs> no pictures please it, if it was picture worthy don't share that with us don't <laughs> i've seen poop before i don't need to see your specific poop yeah but i yeah. guess you could describe it in words and people yeah. could use their imaginations mm, there you go butterfly right. in the sky <laughs> I can fly twice as high. <laughs> I don't know. That song just really reminds me of using your imagination. Yeah. Um, reading Rainbow. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Reading Rainbow. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Uh, happy 4th of July. God oh, bless America. Wonderful. God bless. God bless. Um, um, yeah. Don't explode yourself with fireworks, please. God, Oh my God. be careful. Don't drink too much and be irresponsible either. Like no drinking and driving. No, you know, stay put. No be drinking and no drinking and using a mateys. Yeah. Um, no drinking and eating a corn dog. Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, or trying to eat more. At least too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like slow. Keep slow down. Take small bites. Take your time. Really enjoy your holiday. Yeah, enjoy yourself. But, be safe you know. in the water. Don't drink and swim. Just yeah. be responsible humans. Yeah, we love you guys. We don't want anything bad to happen to you. Yeah. All uh, right. Well, everybody, um, have fun. Yeah. Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. And bye-bye. Oh, yeah, and follow us on social meds. And follow us on social meds at DTFU Podcast. And bye-bye. Bye-bye.